What is up? Brad here with another episode of How to Win with Brad DeMint. I've got a special guest for you today, Megan May. What's up, Megan? How you doing? What's going on? How you doing, Brad? I'm doing fantastic right now. Uh, so, so Megan's awesome. I met Megan probably about a year ago. Actually, she was live with Grant Cardone. She just hopped on Grant's Live one day, and uh, <laughs> I followed her after that, and we became pretty good friends ever since. So, um, so Megan, tell everybody a little bit about you. Sure. So, um, I mean, it's a really big question you just asked right there. You know, I could go so many different places with that one. But um, I guess to give you a, a synopsis of who I am really simply is I'm a real estate investor. I'm from New York. I'm 23. My birthday was actually this past Saturday. So newly 23, ready to just keep working, keep hustling. I mean, obviously, we're in some pretty interesting times in the world right now but I'm looking to take full advantage of this time and build my business. I have a company, it's called Legacy Capital Investment, and we purchase real estate investments all over the East Coast and a little bit down South as well. Um, but yeah, I guess that's, that's as good of a brief intro as I could give you. <laughs> all right, so Megan, you're awesome. And you know, you're obviously a winner. That's why I wanted to have you on my podcast, How Thank to Win. You. <laughs> um, so. You know, I love to ask this question to people. What do you think the mindset you have to have to be a winner is? Mm, that's a great question. I mean, I think a big part of it is believing that you can win. A lot of people think that they can just take the actions without truly believing in themselves, and then they get sidetracked somehow. But really, at the end of the day, it's, um, it's that consistency, the consistency of believing that you can win and the actions. And in my personal opinion, being enthusiastic about it too. So a lot of people are like, ah, screw that. They wake up, they're unhappy, they're this or they're that. But if you're not bringing happiness and joy and fun to the game, it's not winning. You can have all the money in the world and you're not winning. It's about who you get to be when you win. I love that. You know, that's, that's so true. Like, you know, I, I had a podcast about that. I was talking about being confident and I was saying that you really have to be enthusiastic to be confident. Because, you know, if I'm, I'm in sales, if, and so are you, if you're selling something and you're not enthusiastic, you're, you're not confident, you're not, people don't want to listen to somebody that's not enthusiastic and not really passionate about, about something. Um, so you, you definitely, you know, I know there's a lot of different things like mentally with winning and, and I've talked about this in my podcast before. There's also um, physically things that you want to do. So like, you know, I know that you're big in fitness as well. I, I know that you used to, um, you used to do a lot of fitness. What was the, uh, what did you do with fitness? So um, that's a great question. I'm actually so happy that you just brought that up. I was about to go full blown business here, but I always forget that fitness is such a huge part of my life. Um, if you're familiar with the USAPL, it's a powerlifting federation. Um, I'm a, I actually placed nationals. I had no idea that I placed because I just assumed that I didn't and left before they even gave me my award. I never received the award, but um, I am, a power lifter first and foremost, but then also a bodybuilder. And another part that I forgot to mention as well with winning is challenging yourself. And for me, a lot of it comes to setting goals. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, what, what would it look like if I'm a winner? Well, if I'm a winner, I would win this competition. If I'm winning this competition, what's that going to take? What do I have to do? And then I go back and I'm like, okay, well, you know, wake up at five, work out, work and I mean obviously everybody's schedules are a little changed during this time but there's so much that goes into it um but yeah the the original question fitness um <laughs> yeah fitness is a lifestyle though I would say but I 
choose competitions because it, it pulls me to have something to prepare for. It's like that moment when that you're constantly thinking about when you're in the gym, when you're lifting weights, when you're running, whatever it is, you know? Exactly. And like, you know, eating healthy and, and also, yeah. I, you know, for me, I know that my daily routine is something that I've been focusing on lately. Do you have a daily routine or something that, that really helps you get going in the day? Yeah, I do. Actually, I just finished reading an amazing book. I literally finished it today. It's called The Power of Habit by Charles Dunhig. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, but such a good book. And it really goes into the psychology of habit setting. And for me, I don't know that it's necessarily a routine because there's points in my life where I've woken up at literally 4.30 every morning. And while that was awesome, it doesn't always work because there's some nights, and I'm sure you can understand this, where you're hustling from you know, whatever time in the morning and you're working really late at night. So sometimes it doesn't have as much to do with a time in regards to a routine, but how you wake up and how you do the things you do. For me, it's making my bed. For me, it's cleaning. It's making sure that my environment matches my mental state before I enter into my day. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, so, so what obstacles have you ran into and how did you overcome them? I know a little bit about your story. If you um, want to share that, I think it's very powerful. You know, you're, you're really awesome. A, a businesswoman that, that I've, I've met and you know, this, your story is great. So I, I'd love if you could just share that with everybody listening right now. Sure. Absolutely. So, um, well, I was raised by a single mother and I mean that in and of itself, I'm not sure I mean, the statistics are overwhelming. There's a ton of divorced parents nowadays, but what was so challenging, I would say, well, not necessarily so challenging, but what obstacles I had to face was, well, first of all, my family having nowhere to live for a portion of my life. Once when I was really young, having to go live at my grandmother's house, and even there, it was so... It was a very different way of growing up because we didn't have AC, we didn't have cable, we didn't have anything. It was like the bare minimum, like coupon clipping. I wore my brother's hand-me-downs and um, it was just a different way of living. And I don't like to look back and think, oh, like poor me, because that's not a very powerful way to look at it. But realistically, a lot of it was also dealing with different things in my personal life, dealing with a lot of adversity from I mean, just to be real of getting abused, that was so, it rocked my world in a way where you start to wonder, you know, who you are. And instead of taking that and doing negative things with that, there was a pivotal moment where I, I'll never forget, my mom always taught me to laugh at things. So whenever something would happen, I'd be like, okay, well, let me make this positive. So anything that I was dealing with, I would say, all right, how can I make this a good thing? How can I turn this crap into something bright? And um, I guess that's always been my mindset when it comes to anything negative. Even when I was in college, I mean, I was studying mechanical engineering and there was like a very distinctive moment where I was like, okay, I don't like this. How am I gonna, how am I gonna move forward from this? And for me, it was like, okay, well, I don't wanna give myself a backup plan. So I dropped out. I was like, that's it. I'm gonna go into real estate. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give it my heart and my soul. And I'm not gonna quit. And here I am, I don't even know, a few years later. And I mean, I'm blessed and grateful to say that my company's doing really well, even throughout this time. So. That's awesome. You know, staying positive, just laughing at things, you know, like that's, yeah. that's what's like cool. 
I, that's such a good perspective on that, you know, because like growing up hard, you know, how, like I, I can't even imagine what it was like for you back then. And, and, you know, but I, I also think that it really helped you become the woman you are today. I mean, cause you're, you know, you, you are so passionate and, you know, I've known, we've known each other for about a year now and I know we've never actually met each other in person cause you're in New York and I'm in Florida, but not, um, yet. <laughs> not, not yet, but um, you know, I, I've got to know you pretty well and it's just, it's so awesome to see what you do and you just, you live your life so, so positive and with so much integrity and you can just tell, you know, so I, love that I think word. that I love that I, word. <laughs> I, I love that word too. That's, that's, that's actually, you know, that's one of the biggest things for me in life is integrity, you know, and, and being honest because that's, that's just, you gotta be, there, there needs to be more people like that, you know? And, yeah. um, you know, I think that I, I can tell that you definitely have those traits and that's really what's, what's helped you win. And, and you're going to keep winning. We're young, you know, I'm only 20 years old. You're, you're young too. I think you're only 23, right? You yeah, just turned 23. Right. So, you know, we're yeah. young, like we have so much more life to live and, you know, people like us are going to make an impact on the world. So that's right. That is absolutely. And you know what I was thinking too, as you're saying, like, you know what, like we are really young and one day, you know, you're going to look back at these times. You'd be like, wow, like look at how much I've changed, you know? And that's why it's almost when I say certain things, when you ask me certain questions, I I have to like pause for a second and think, you know, like is, is the five year, five years from now, me version going to say what I'm saying today. And I don't, I don't know that answer to be honest with you. It's so hard to know where you're going to be mentally. Obviously, you and I, and I can definitely speak for your listeners as well, they're the type of human beings who are on this path of growth, right? So it's like, and we don't know in what direction we're going to grow for sure. So it's like my standpoint and your standpoint on integrity today, well, damn, I'm sure however, whatever level of integrity we're at today in five years from now, it's going to be so much bigger and so much more powerful. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. You yeah. know, and I, and I think about it. I was reading the book, The Magic of Thinking Big. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that book. Uh, it was actually was written it in like the 50s. Uh, I want to say it's David Schwartz, I think. It's, uh, it's, it was written in the 50s. And it was, a, it was really a great book. You know, it, it, there's so much great value in it. But one thing that it said that really stuck out to me is um, he was saying that a lot of people have this limiting belief that they're too young or too old. And, you know, he told a story about a guy that was thought he was too old and he was in his 40s. And he said that uh, what people really don't realize is, you know, if you take that, you know, the average person old age is, is 80, you know, some people live longer, but 80 is like, you know, towards the end. Um, but if you take half of that is 40 and half of that is 20. So really, he said, you start your life at 20. You start pretty much your, you know, your, your professional life at 20. You have when your first 20 years of your life, you're still pretty much a kid. So you start at 20, 40, you're, you're only halfway there. At 20, we're, you're just a baby. We're just, you know, and yeah. it's weird to say that because, yeah. I mean, I obviously don't feel like a baby and I'm 20 years old, but that's what he said in that book. And that book was written in the 1950s, but the way he said that, it made me think because as much as we think we know now we're always growing and we're not going to be the same person in five years. Yeah. We're not going to be the same person Absolutely. 10, 20 years from now. Maybe so, not even a month from now. I mean, look at the that, world today versus not even tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's the thing too. It's like, Oh my God, it's insane. And, and when you were saying about limiting beliefs, Oh, people have limiting beliefs about everything. Age is just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, it ranges from so 
you know, I don't even have to tell you, you, you know, like, and that's the thing that gets in the way. It's us. It's always my first podcast. My first podcast that I ever recorded was why you should never limit your beliefs. And you know, for me, for me, I went back and I was reading my notes from the first uh, Tony Robbins event that I ever went to. And, um, you know, one of the things that I wrote down, this was three years ago, I wrote down that I wasn't old enough and I wasn't smart enough, which is crazy to me to think about now, because now I, I, there is no thinking. I think that I'm very smart. You know, I don't think that I'm not smart at all. And I don't think that I'm too young at all. I I love, I use my age to, to, you know, to talk about more things and and be myself. I think it's absolutely 20. I I love being, I love being this age. I love being 19. Um, you know, and I read that and I thought about it. Uh, and when I wrote that down, this is actually just a, a thing that I thought about just the other day, I was reading that and I was like, that's so crazy that I wrote that down because I remember at that event, I really, I got rid of my limiting beliefs. I was like, you know what? I love that I'm this age. I'm going to be six, one of the youngest entrepreneurs ever, you know, and yeah. I'm definitely smart enough. So when I got rid of those limiting beliefs, I started to win and, you know, I go back and look now and, you know, I'm obviously you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keep, I'm, I'm growing, you know, and I think it's so awesome that I was reading that, that that was some limiting beliefs that I had when I was only 17 years old. And now at 20, I look back and eliminating those limiting beliefs were a game changer for me. So, you know, that's, that's Huge. one of those things is you, you can't have limiting beliefs. You have to believe in yourself. Um, yeah. you know, and I think it, it leads into a lot of different things. So, you know, thanks, thanks for sharing that. I want to kind of talk about something else too. You know, we're, we're obviously leaders. So I want to ask, what do you think the key traits, of, key, key traits of being a good leader is? That's a loaded question. That's something I've been really questioning a lot recently as well, only because as my company is expanding, I'm having to bring on more people to work on the team. And that's something I'm constantly asking myself. And I think, you know, I want to like give you a real answer, but the answer is like, that's something I'm going to be constantly discovering for the rest of my life till the day that I die. I can tell you for a fact, it's, it's integrity. It's, you know, doing what you say you're going to do when you said you're going to do it. It's having respect for people, doing the right thing and abiding by your personal morals. But aside from that, man, I want to be constantly asking myself what it looks like to be a good leader until I'm not even on this planet anymore, because that's the only way that I'm going to continue to grow as a leader. I love that answer. That was awesome. Thank Um, you. (laughs) So, so I know you touched on a book that you read earlier, but I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite book that you've ever read? Oh, you know, it's so funny because I have that book in my brain and I know exactly what book it is. And I never knew the answer. Like people would always ask me that before I read this book and I'd be like, damn, I don't, I don't know what the best book I ever read is. But, um, the book I'm going to tell you the title, which is called the E-Myth, the entrepreneurial myth revised shortened as the E-Myth. Um, I read that a few years back, actually, probably a few months before I decided to leave college. And man, that book rocked my world. It rocked my world. It's basically, it covers the core fundamentals of what it looks like and what it entails becoming an entrepreneur and starting for, or the myth of being an entrepreneur. Like people think that they're an entrepreneur, but they're not. And it goes over the ways in which I guess to do it, I guess, quotation marks the right way, if there is such a thing. And obviously it looks different for everybody, but 
it kind of goes over like, all right, you're starting a company, you're the janitor, you're the receptionist, you're the maintenance guy, you're everything. And as you're learning each of those roles, that is when you can start to fill those roles. You have to know them first. It's a really interesting approach to entrepreneurialism. And if you're interested in becoming an entrepreneur or developing your entrepreneurial skills, definitely a book that'll rock your world. Nice. I haven't even heard of that book. So that's, uh, that's it's awesome. so underrated. It is so underrated. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Yeah. So another question I have for you is who do you look up to and who's had a big impact in your life? Mm. Um, there's two people. The first one is my mother and she is my rock, like a best friend a rock, someone that no matter what happens, I can go to her. And I guess the reason why would be obviously she gave me my life, like that's first and foremost. But more than that, it's just any crazy idea that I've ever had, she supports it. And I think we all need that person in our lives, like the cheerleader role, somebody who without judgments just says, yeah, that's a great idea, do it. The belief, the belief system, aside from your own self, having someone externally to believe in you, it sets you free. The second person would be, the founder of Toro Real Estate Partners, his name is John Cohen. And he has been not only a mentor, but a business partner. And I would even say a friend over the past, I mean, the whole time basically, or I would say the, the most recent times of business for me. And he's really just served to guide me through what it looks like taking something from a one person operation to building a team and scaling my business. Awesome. And then Grant Cardone is also dope, obviously. And that's how, you know, you and I came to meet each other. He's a amazing salesman. Grant's awesome. You know, and yeah. what I like to do, you know, for me, it's my parents too. I've said this before on a podcast is, you know, my, my dad's been a huge impact in my life. He really, you know, I look up to him a lot. And also my mom too. My mom has been somebody that, you know, the way that she lives her life and is just so awesome. I mean, career wise, we're completely different. She's a nurse and I would never want to do anything in healthcare. I respect all those people. I love them, but I could never do that. My dad oh, being, being the way he is, you know, he, he works for, he owns the title company and he also sells real estate. So, you know, for so my cool. dad, I, I kind of am kind of following in his footsteps and, and, uh, also I'm, I'm going crazy. I want to go harder than my dad. I want to end up, you know, owning the title <laughs> company, investing in a lot of that's real awesome. estate and eventually get on stages. And, and, you know, that's, that's really, you know, my dad has trained me though, my whole entire life. I mean, since I was a young age, he had me listening to Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. And, that's amazing. Um, you know, it's, it's been so cool because like, you know, me and him have gone to events together and all kinds of things. So like for, it's, it's really cool what he's really taught me growing up. And, um, you know, we went to the Grant Cardone event together in, in 2019. That to was 10X? awesome. Yeah. We went to the 10X growth con. Oh, no, the first one. No, it was the third one. So okay, it was the one, it was the awesome. one in Miami. So we went to that together. We went to the Tony Robbins Unleash the power within together. So, you know, my dad's always been somebody that I've looked up to and, you know, I'm, I'm following his career path, but also, you know, if, since we're talking about Grant Cardone, 10X in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I love that. Yeah. I love that mindset, the, the 10X mindset. Oh, definitely. And, and what I do, you know, like, obviously, you know, it's my, my parents I look up to the most, but when it comes to the people that I look up to, 
um, that are like, let's say speakers and business people in life. I really take, I, I learned from everybody. So I really take what I've learned from them. And then I kind of have my own perspective on it. I think you do that as well too. But like, you know, I don't take a hundred percent everything Grant Cardone says. I, I, you know, I listen from Grant. I learned from Tony, you know, I learned from Brad Lee. I learned from, from all these people. I mean, I can learn from you. I, I learned from everyone and, and I just have my own perspective on it. And now I'm just genuine. And that's what I like to talk about and what I, you know, what I stand for. It's all, you know, a lot of stuff that I've learned and I always, you know, I have a podcast about this and I always, I always talk about this because something I'm so passionate about is always be learning you know, always just in yes. learning from people. Don't, don't think that you can't learn something from somebody because everybody can teach you something. And, you know, I, I'm so passionate about that because like, you know, I, I've learned stuff from so many people, you know, all, all the places that I've, I've been and just met people and, you know, just, it's, it's so cool, especially now with social media. I mean, you can meet people from all over the place. Like, you know, you and me met each other on Instagram. Like, think about yeah. that people 20 years ago didn't make a friend on Instagram and talk to them all the time. People couldn't yeah. get on a podcast on a zoom call, you know, and you're in New York, yeah. I'm in Florida. So like, it's one of those things, like there's so much, there's so many cool things in ways to learn nowadays that it's just, it's awesome. I love Absolutely. It. Yeah. It's definitely, we live in a world that's so connected. Gosh. I mean, yeah. Don't even get me started on that one. I'll probably go off on a tangent about how connected the world is. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So, so another thing that, that I want to ask you, because, you know, I think it's awesome to have, you know, women leaders in business. I think that, um, and I know that Hell you yeah. love that. Hell and, yeah. And, um, you know, <laughs> I, awesome. I, res I respect that because, Thank you, you know, like, it's, it's so cool to see, like, you know, like, you, you carry yourself very well. And, you know, you, you're definitely somebody that, that, you know, a lot of, a lot of younger, I mean, a lot of people can look up to you, but a lot of girls can look up to you too, like, you know, and, and, and how they want to be in life. And I can tell that, you know, that you're, you're going to make an impact on the world. What, what is it like being a woman in business? That's a great question. Um, so, I mean, there are so many different aspects to it. The first aspect is that I'm also a young woman in business as well. So it's not only the fact that I'm young, it's that I'm a woman and, you know, let's just be real about the statistics. Real estate is a lot of men and a lot of, and specifically the niche that I'm in, it's a lot of middle-aged men and uh, people that are, you know, they're in the corporate world. They're used to how things are. So when this 23 year old girl comes slamming through the doors, it's almost like, what? <laughs> you know, like people get confused. And at the same token, I mean, I think initially it was a lot of me having to kind of look at things from a third person perspective and take myself out of who I am and kind of detach myself from my ego. And even in some senses, having to look outside of my ego, my gender, my age, my race, everything and say, okay, how can I best approach what I have and who I am and utilize everything that I see to help propel what I'm doing forward. And what I saw was, it comes with creating diversity, like as a woman or as a young woman, you have to kind of look at, or just as a person, really, let me just speak to like everybody. It's that you have to kind of look at, you know, what you're missing such that you can find people that can compensate for what you don't have, or even the things that you're not good at, 
so that you can build a system and a structure that works. Like for me, I knew I needed to surround myself with, I didn't, didn't necessarily matter what gender, but I needed to surround myself with people that had a track record certainly would help to surround myself with people that were also men to relate because sometimes I'll be walking into a community. I mean, so we have a senior retirement community. Now, just for a second, I want you to imagine it's a rural area. I'm a young 23-year-old woman walking into a room, a whole community of people saying, hey guys, you know, I'm an owner here. I'm going to tell you what to basically how to proceed moving forward. Nobody wants to listen to that. So, and, and I'm just being real, like I'm just talking about the realities of real estate and, and owning communities and doing business is that you got to leverage what you have. And at the same token, cold calling, dope as a woman, dope, because statistically <laughs> women do better cold calling. So there's positive and negatives, right? And it also comes down to like knowing, okay, well, if I'm going to speak to this community of 55 and older people. And they want to sit there and be like, oh, you know, like, what, what have you done? Where are you from? I'm going to bring one of my partners that is older, has more experience, can sit there and be like, yeah, like, we demand respect, you know? And obviously the goal is to live in a world where it's not like that, where everybody respects everybody and everybody is equal. Um, and I'm certainly standing for that. But in the interim, I'm doing what I need to do to make sure that things work. <laughs> I love that. Megan, you're so awesome. I'm glad that we've connected and, and uh, you know, just, just became friends because, you know, you're definitely somebody that I, I can tell I'm going to be friends with, you know, for, for, for the like, rest of our lives, dude, yeah, same. Like I'll be like, I'll be rolling through Snapchat and I'll be like, Oh yo, it's Brad. And I'll see your message. Like, yes. Yo, there's never been a single time. Excuse me saying, yo, like I'm really trying to, you know, work towards the, um, more proper language um but you know what screw it i'm at the end of the day i'm still a kid and i gotta embrace my my youth you know exactly. um and i was gonna say like quick tangent but that's like a constant battle and i'm sure you face this too but it's like trying to stop yourself from growing up too quickly like i swear sometimes i forget that i'm 23 like i'll catch myself I'm like whoa why are you acting like an old lady like go have fun you know <laughs> And um, I'm sure you can relate to not an old lady, but I'm sure you can relate to that. Well, that's funny because actually I put on my vision board, a part of my vision board. Some people ask why I have this on my vision board, but I put, don't forget to have fun. And so you know, the reason why I put that on my vision board is because sometimes I might forget to have fun. Like, but for yeah. me doing these podcasts, this is fun to me. Like, you yeah. know, personal development, all that's fun to me. I love that. That's me having fun. Now, that's not the only thing I do to have fun. Don't get me wrong. But like, you know, sometimes you got to remember, you know, you, no matter how old you are, if you're young, old, you, you can't forget to have fun sometimes because it's just life. You know, you got to have fun totally. with things. You know, you don't want to just if you're working every single day, 24 seven. I mean, like you're I mean, the thing is, is like, I guess. Because if you love what you're doing, you know, it, and you make it, it becomes fun for you. Like what I'm doing yeah. right now, it's fun for me. So I can work all day and it's fun. But, you know, you got to sometimes take those, take that time for yourself and just have fun with life. You know, we're, we're, we're young, but like, you know, we're not going to be here forever. So we just, we got to live life and, and, and do what yeah. we want to do in life. So, you know, it, totally. it's, that's definitely another good topic really to throw out there is like, don't forget to have fun guys. You know, like you, you got to grind, you got to work hard, but don't forget to have fun. 
Yeah. And that's, that's another thing too. It's almost like, you know, we are young, but we're not going to be young forever. And while we are hustlers, you got to still also enjoy, enjoy your twenties, you know, or your thirties or wherever you're at. Even if you're in your forties, like, I guess the better statement would be, we're not going to be here forever. So like, we got to also make that time, you know, whether it's family time, whether it's you want to go out and see your friends or whatever it is, that's so important. Um, and if you're truly lucky enough, what you do is your career is what you love and every day is fun, you know, and that's, that's the goal always. Exactly. Well, yeah. Megan, you know, it was awesome having you on here. I'm glad that uh, you got to get on a podcast with me. Where can people find you at? So I am on Instagram as Mega Megan May. Damn, it's already been 25 minutes. I think so. It's been look uh, at us. I, I think we've been talking for a little bit. I don't know exactly what time it's at right now, but I think we, we've been talking for a little bit. <laughs> that's <laughs> we, crazy. When, when Honestly, time flies. When, when you're talking, having a conversation, like that's really how these podcasts have been going. You know, it's it is still new for me to have people on this podcast. So, um, you know, for me, it's just I've been kind of going for it having conversations and uh it's awesome but um yeah. oh so i was gonna say sorry i totally just had see i'm like <laughs> the queen of tangents over here um that's but good, yeah though. on it's instagram fun. yeah no it is fun that's that's part of life you know um but yeah so i'm on instagram i have a website legacycapitalinvestment.com i'm on linkedin um you can find me just about anywhere but i'm here i'm available and if anybody has any questions about real estate or wants to know more about getting into real estate, whether it's, you know, you want to start your own company, feel free to reach out to me. Like I'm, I'm definitely one of those people that's available to talk to people, to help people, to be there for someone. And, you know, Brad, you've been awesome. You've been there for me. So thank you. And I want to say that before, but it's like, it lights me up, you know, like you're a genuine human being and we definitely need more of those people on this planet. That means a lot, Megan. That's, that's awesome. Good. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I think, you know, Megan is an awesome, she, she's really great. And, you know, people like her are going to change the world. And, um, you know, she is really the definition of a winner. And I, I love that. Uh, I love that you got to be on Thank here, you. Megan. Thank you. So, Thanks for having me. You know, no problem. Well, guys, there's more to come with this. If you know somebody needs to hear this, make sure you share it with them. Let's keep winning, guys. You'll hear from me soon.